ever faced rejection? Have you ever not been valued before? Have you ever been mistreated? Are you currently facing rejection in your own relationship? Somebody you're dating? You know, I'm about to talk about that today in the day's video. I'm going to be very open with you guys. Uh, so for this video, you guys, we're doing something new. Uh, I'm going to start hitting you guys with quotes of the day, you know. Uh, this, this is what the playlist is going to call my YouTube channel. And if there's a way to do playlists on podcasts, it's going to be a playlist, you know, there too. But anyways, the playlist is called quotes of the day or just quotes I really like. I don't know. Maybe quotes of the day. That's simple. So here goes. There's two quotes I'm going to give you guys. So write down in the comment section what do you think about these quotes, how you feel about it. Okay, let's get into it. So the quote is, rejection hurts. The first one is, rejection hurts. But someone who's not really into you wasting your time for weeks, months, and even years is a lot worse. So that's the first quote. What do you think about it? How does it make you feel? You know, write it in the comment section. Man, it could be anything, man. If you think the quote's stupid, just say it's stupid, okay? Just write what you think, all right? So the second quote is this, man. People often fear the feeling of rejection, failing to realize that we seek for someone to love us like we reject to love ourselves. All right, so I'm going to read it again. People often fear the feeling of rejection, failing to realize that we seek for someone to love us like we reject to love ourselves. So write down what you think about those two quotes. I mean, which one you like more, which one you hate, which one you think stupid. I mean, whatever you want, man, just tell me, like, please. All right, so that's what this video is about, man. So, you know, stay tuned. Let me know what you think again. All right, we're going to talk about this and break these down. this girl not too long ago actually we broke up on monday june 4 2018 but anyways uh you know just to skip the whole entire story because that's not important you know the very last thing one of the last things she ever said to me was this she texted me on monday june 4 2018 you know I'm in Vegas. I'm having a great time with my cousin Johnny. My cousin Johnny, long story short, he's born in 1990. My older brother's born in 1991. I'm born in 1992. We're all best friends. We've been together since we were babies, just watching Power Rangers, playing Tekken, watching Dragon Ball Z, uh, watching Three Ninjas. You know, I didn't like being Tom Tom because I was the youngest. I wanted to be Colt. But anyways, you guys, if you know anything about that, you know, right in the comment section, that brings back good memories. If you got any memories with Three Ninjas or... Uh, <laughs> you know, Three Ninjas or Power Rangers, because, you know, those those are our GMs. But anyways, um, you know, so I'm at my cousin's bachelor party in Vegas. We're having a great time. Me and my cousin Johnny, we always dream of partying together, being with each other, you know, finally just living life as adults. So this is a dream come true for us, because we always talked about like, what we do for our bachelor parties and everything. So it's finally here. And I get this text message from my ex. You know, she was acting weird the whole entire trip. Hey, I mean, ain't that a trip, man? Tell me if you ever experienced that, guys. Tell me if you've been on vacation and you had a great time and you're having the, the greatest time of your life and somebody ruined it for you. Write down in the comment section your story. This is my story, man. Oh my gosh. I'm in Vegas living it up. And she's acting weird every single day I'm there. I've been there. I was there from like Thursday to Monday. So it's Monday, June 4, 2010. I guess I got there Thursday. It must have been July. 
June 1st, 2018. But anyways, uh, so yeah, yeah. Anyways, I got a text from her and it said this. This was the beginning of the text message. I may even show y'all the text message in the video. I don't know. If you're on a podcast, I'm sorry. You can't see it, I guess. But she said this at the very beginning of the text message. And this is just from memory, so... I, I can't wait for you guys to see the message, though. But she said she wanted to see other people. She wanted to see other people for the flaws to see if their flaws are better than mine. And not only that, not only that, guys, she wanted me to stick around as she saw other people just in case I was the right one. Just so she doesn't lose me. All right, guys. So write in the comment section. What would you have done? What would you do? With <laughs> this person. If somebody said they want to see other people for their flaws. And see if their flaws are better than yours. And they want you to stick around in the process. Just in case you were the best one. Write in the comment section what you would have did. What should I, how I have done? I'm going to tell you what I did. I broke up with her. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Obviously. Because she's, she's my ex. But anyways. Um, yeah. So. So I'm saying so I just wanted to give you guys context because this is where I'm going. I saw a quote that sparked something, you know, inside of me. I saw a quote that just I just had to share it with you guys, you know, because I just see quotes every single day. If you don't follow me on social media, man, my my whatever you want to call it, my username is Trouble Don't Last on Twitter, on Instagram, on Snapchat. Please, man, check out my pages, man. It's bomb. I'm telling you, bro, it's bomb. Great content, and I'm just in every single caption of every single picture. I just share a lot of uh, a lot of quotes and Bible verses and stuff, man. That really that applies with the context that I'm talking, you know, in and whatever the topic is. There's so many topics, man. The, the Bible's broad, man. You guys know that. So, anyways, uh, here goes the quote, man. This quote sparked something inside me, man, and that's why I told you the story. It said, "Rejection hurts, but someone who's not really." Man, I guess that was a run-on sentence. I'm just going to keep on reading. Okay, guys, let's go. Rejection hurts, but someone who's not really into you wasting your time for weeks, months, and even years is a lot worse. Oh, okay. I get it. Okay, let's read it again. It says, rejection hurts, but someone who's not really into you wasting your time for weeks, months, and even years is a lot worse. You know, you guys, I dated this person for three years since July 2015 when I met her. You know, at a research program all the way to Monday, June 4th, 2018. Man, I went through a lot in that relationship, guys. This was, you know, a lot of times you don't know a relationship's toxic until you walk away from it. You know, a lot of times you realize something's not a masterpiece until you see other paintings. (laughs) Sometimes you just don't know something like I was saying. Sometimes you got to walk away from something to see what, you know, for what it, see, you got, sometimes you got to walk away from something just to see, see it for what it really is. And that's what God had to do with me in that relationship. You know, I thought this girl was the one, man. I thought she would be the, and that's my, that's my problem, you guys. You know, I thought she would be the only one to ever love me. I thought she was the only girl who would ever give me a shot. I thought, man, this girl, I thought this girl was the one. And you know, a lot of times we fool ourselves, you know, and I mean, it's so much I want to talk about, but I really don't want to get into it and spoil it. But, you know, I'm just going to get into it, guys. You know, it's something called self-love. It's something called self-esteem. It's something called loving yourself, man. And a lot of times we date people and we, yeah, sometimes we just give people too much of a shot. 
and just give people the time of day that they don't deserve. Sometimes we just let it let people do any and everything to us because we don't love ourselves. And that's what I want to say to you guys today, man. Rejection hurts, but someone who's not really into you wasting your time for weeks, months, and even years is a lot worse. Guys, we need rejection. Thank God that we face rejection. Thank him. Like, for real. Because you just got saved from being with somebody that's going to be toxic and just going to ruin your life and just not give you the happiness that you deserve. And that's what happened with me, guys. You know, I needed that rejection in order to have the beautiful girl that I'm with now. You know, Maya Alexis Evans. She's awesome. But uh, I'll, I'll tell you all about her in another video. But, she, man, she's a dream come true, everything I ever wanted, man. And... I would never have met her and been with her if I was still in that toxic relationship. And if that if she would if my ex would have never sent me that text message and said what she said to me, well, I wouldn't have the wonderful relationship I have with my with my current girlfriend right now, man. And I know she's my wife. There's no doubt in my mind. So you guys, rejection hurts, but you know what's worse? Wasting your time and being with someone who's wasting your time. For weeks, months, and even years. Guys, life is short. And Rick Warren put it like this. You know, eternity is like an infinity rope that keeps on going. It's just, it, it's a never-ending rope. And life on earth is just a speck on that infinity rope. Just a speck, guys. Not even part of the rope. It's a speck on that infinity line. That's how short life is. And you know, guys, life is so short, man. You just don't, you need to do what's best for you. You need to do what God called you to do. You know what's best for you? What God called you to do. That's what's best for you. So being with somebody and dependent on them for love, being just staying in a relationship because it's your comfort zone. It's all you know. It's all you see. Guys, you're focusing on a tree when you got the whole forest, guys. I'm going to use this analogy. You know, uh, it's, life is a whole forest. And you just worried about that girl, worried about that guy. They're just that little tree. Just that little tree. And not only that, it's the whole forest, right? Life's the whole forest. So that little tree, you you know, you think it's the best tree in the forest. And that tree don't wither away. There's no shade underneath that tree. No leaves. I mean, that tree's dead. I mean, you even got maggots and, I mean, just unthinkable bugs in that tree. That's what that relationship's like right now that you're in. If you're not happy and that person doesn't value you, doesn't respect you, keeps on playing games with you, they keep on, they, they obviously, you know, you can only judge people by their fruit. You can only judge people by their actions, you know, because, I mean, let's be real, man. If somebody loves you, what is love? How is somebody, how do you know somebody loves you? There's certain things that we tolerate and we allow that isn't love. And I know I'm not the only one that knows that. I mean, we all have experienced unthinkable things. So write down in the comment section what you experienced. So it's time for you guys to... It's okay to move on, man. You know, it was very hard for me to move on, guys. Like, this wasn't the first time my ex said something like that. She, she used to always tell me for three years, you know. For three years, she told me, you know... This is an analogy she gave me. She told me I'm just a jelly bean. I'm just a jelly bean. She only had one flavor of the jelly bean. And life is a jar full of jelly beans of other men. And she said that she hasn't tasted all the flavors that's in the jar. So 
how does she know this jelly bean's the best jelly bean? You know, guys, obviously she didn't like me. You know, obviously, even if she did like me, she was always wondering, you know, what else is out there? You know, rejection hurts, guys. I was rejected every single day of my relationship. I had to keep, I was with a narcissist, basically. I know I'm not the only one to experience something like that. I was with somebody who continually told me how to love them, what to do with them. And the funny thing is, even if I did what they told me to do, she still wasn't pleased. She she still wasn't satisfied. And I did exactly what she said. And she still said it wasn't enough. And you know, guys, sometimes you can't help people because they don't know how they need to be helped. And that, that was her. You know, she didn't know what she wanted because she never really seeked after and knew herself like that to know what she wants. So she was always making me go through hoops and hurdles and go through hell and back just to please her when she didn't even know how she wanted to be pleased. And I know I'm not the only one to experience this something, experience something like that. So, guys, if you are experiencing something like that, man, it's time for you to move on, man. It, it really is because, you know, what's worse than being rejected? You know, it's fine somebody saying, no, they don't want to be with you and no, I don't want you. But I mean, just staying with somebody who obviously doesn't want you for years. Guys, you deserve more than that. You deserve more than that. And I need to I wish I could talk to my past self, guys, but I'm talking to you. If you're experiencing that right now in your relationship, guys. You deserve more. You deserve better. You can get better. Like, I literally thought, and one thing I used to always tell myself and my ex is that nobody else will love me. You're the only girl to like me. And long story short, short and spoiler alert, it led to suicidal thoughts, guys. Because I put my identity in that relationship. I put my identity in that girl. I put everything in my life into that girl. But you want to know something, guys? I was the only one to do that. She never did that. So, guys, do yourself a favor. If you're in the same situation, it's time for you to walk away. See, some people, and the whole thing about this quote that I said, you know, rejection hurts, but someone who's not really into you wasting your time for weeks, months, and even years is even worse. See, a lot of times, that person doesn't even know that they don't like you, which, honestly, my ex didn't know. So you're probably in that same situation where your boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't know if they really like you. But obviously, all the signs, all the warning signs are there. It's saying that they don't like you. They've been rejecting you every single day. And how did I face rejection? You know, uh, how, how did I not face rejection, actually? You know, I was rejected from a plethora of things. Like, let me just throw out some stuff. And I'm going to throw out some stuff because some of you guys, you know, y'all probably just thinking, man, Sean's just talking. He don't know what he's talking about, man. No, no, let me throw some stuff at, at you, okay? If a part, you know, one thing I used to always do with my ex is, and I did it unintentionally. It was just a habit, you know? Well, tell me what you guys would do. Please tell me what you guys would do, okay? Y'all ready? All right, so you're walking into Kroger. You know how Kroger got an inner door and an exit door, right? All right. Or Walmart, an inner door and an exit door, right? Okay, so you're entering it's, you know, the inner door is clogged up. I mean, you got grandma walking so slow, holding up the line. And nobody else can go through the inner door because grandma's walking so daggone slow. But the exit door is clear. Nobody's there. So what are you going to do? Wait for grandma and to hurry up through the inner door when you got a deadline. I mean, you're about to be late to work. But all you want to get, 
I don't know what you're going to get for, you know, before work. But, I mean, you're getting something, all right? You're in a, you're in a hurry. You're about to be late. So, you got to hurry up. This is an emergency, all right? So, what are you going to do? Go through the inner door and wait, and wait for grandma? Or are you just going to go through the exit door? So, I used to always go through the exit door. If somebody, if it's clogged up and people are holding it up, you know, there's no harm in that, right? Am I wrong? Does anybody have a, a, I don't know, a problem? I don't know what word I'm trying to use. Are you anal about that? I mean, that's kind of not good to say on the Christian channel. But anyways, <laughs> so anyways, uh, you know, my ex used to always have a problem with me going through the exit door instead of the inner door. No matter if grandma was hogging it up and holding up the inner door or not, it was an issue. So anytime we ever got into an argument, it was always about something I did. You know, I drove the wrong way. I frowned the wrong way. I I was too I was going to say white in that situation, but I don't think that would have been a problem. Too black in that I mean, it could have been anything. All right? So that's just stuff I went through. So she was always critiquing me. Man, I'm already hard on myself. I'm very hard on myself. My girlfriend knows that. My family knows. I'm very critical with everything I do. I mean, even with this podcast I'm doing, I'm probably going to hate it right after I release it. That's probably why I haven't even released you guys, anything to you guys, because spoiler alert, I, I, well, I don't hate my channel. I just feel like I, I need to be doing better. But anyways, like, I'm real critical on myself. And one thing, that's another thing my ex used to do. She used to always be negative about every single thing I did. Always negative. Never had anything positive to say. You know what she told me? She said my YouTube channel sucked. I mean, really? That's my ministry. Like, dang. I mean, golly. And then on top of that, you know, she used to... She used to say my Instagram page suck. Like, it, my messages are too long. Well, dang. Like, why would the caption in every single photo and video for Instagram be so big? Like, I got to utilize the caption. Like, I got to give everybody I, everything I got. That's why the caption is so long. Because there's so many quotes, so many Bible verses to talk about that topic, man. There's so many thoughts that can be, you know, you know, interpreted and come from anything, like any topic. And I just want to give people my best and my all to spark conversation. You know what I'm saying? So we can all grow in faith in our lives. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, uh, so, I mean, this is just some stuff I'm throwing out at you guys. I mean, she's always critical, man, always negative towards me, never supported anything I do. I mean, my girlfriend now, man, oh my gosh, I mean, I'm not trying to compare them, but like she likes everything I post, like, and she comments on them. And you know, guys, I, I, Probably, like, real deal, on average, I probably at least, at the minimum, I post at least 50 things a day on Twitter. I used to do, like, three a day on Instagram, but, that you know, the Instagram algorithm changed, so screw that. But anyways, and my girlfriend likes all of them. You know what my ex did? She didn't like any of them. She probably liked three out of 3,000. No, nah, it's definitely more than that in three years. I was about to say, like, at least 10,000 posts. But anyways. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to compare. But you guys, you know, rejection hurts. Every single day I got rejected in my relationship. You know, guys, you deserve to be in a relationship where you're not rejected. I mean, life's already hard enough, so why would you make it harder on yourself by dating somebody and being in a relationship with somebody for life? I mean, let's talk about marriage. Why would you marry somebody who obviously... Why would you make life hard on yourself by marrying somebody and being with somebody on a daily basis and sleeping with them on a daily basis and always having them there with you more than any human being ever? Why would you put yourself in a situation where that person is just going to reject you every single day? Every single day. Think about why, why? Is love that, 
I mean, no, forget love. Screw love, because love gets people in trouble. So, is your purpose, is your life, is it that much? Does it mean that little to you to go through that much hurt, that much rejection? Do you hate yourself that much to put yourself through that? Because that's nothing I was going to say to you guys. The same measure you love yourself is the same measure other people are going to love you. All right. So if you are in a situation, if you're dating somebody, you're you're in a relationship with somebody, you're married to somebody where every single day you're being rejected, you're not being loved. That says a lot about you. You obviously don't love yourself. And I can only say that because, hey, that was me. That was me. And, you know, the only reason when you remember, I started off. I said, what would you have done in a situation if somebody said they want to see other people? They want to see other people for their flaws and see if their flaws are better than yours. And they want you to stick around in the process as they do that just to see to make sure they don't lose you just in case they find somebody. Just in case they don't find somebody better than you. What would you have done in that situation? Remember I asked you guys that? Well, guys, I finally got to the point where enough was enough. I finally got to the point where I figured out I deserved more. I finally got to the point where I love myself enough to not go through that crap anymore, guys. And the only reason why I'm making that video is some people have been messaging me on Twitter, on Instagram, you know, real personal stuff about a relationship just like that. Guys, guys, I was that person. And you know what? I went through this situation more than once. My ex always got to the point. Every year of our relationship. See, I was with Judas for three years just like Jesus, guys. I was Jesus and I was dating Judas. But anyways, that was kind of, I probably never should have said that. But I was with Judas. That's her name, Judas, okay? We're calling her Judas, all right? Judas. I was with Judas for three years. I don't remember what I was going to say. Let me try to remember let me put this on pause and remember. Okay, but anyways, my ex, you know, I, she always, year to year, at least once or twice a year, would come to the point and say, you know, I need to think about things. I need to figure things out with us. You know, I need to figure out if I want to be with you, if I need you in my life. What? Every year. Every year, guys. And so that text message she sent me, that was the final straw. You know, I may put the text message in the video so you guys can see it. Every time I mention it, because I want you guys to read it. Like, you know, what would you have done if somebody said this to you? Did I do the right thing by walking away? Or should I have stayed and fought to be with somebody who doesn't love me, who always is critical of everything I do? And not only that, guys, I'm going to give you guys an analogy. I got so many pictures on my Instagram, you know, talking about this. And it really proves the point, you know, and behavior is what I'm trying to say to you guys. You know, my ex tried to paint it. Paint me into the image she wanted me to be. Instead of accepting me for who God made me to be, guys. Every single day she would criticize everything I did. You know, it would be different if I smoked pot, if I sold drugs, if I murdered people for a living. If I just did, you know, real awful and heinous acts. I mean, deleterious acts. Let me use a big word, guys. Word of the day. <laughs> so it would be different if I did stuff like that. But no. You know, I didn't do any of those kind of things. I mean, I know I hear from God every day. God literally, I know I'm not the only person, but God warns me every single day of what the next day will bring and what, and what every single day in my life anticipates. He literally gives me a warning. Like, example, one time, the day before I got on a flight, actually the day of a flight, 
God asked me a question. I, you know, I'm packing up and I'm getting ready to go to the airport in Nashville, Tennessee. I don't remember where I was going. And I was taking an American Airlines flight. So it must have been when I had my interviews back in Lockheed Martin, my senior year at college, you know, trying to get a job before, before I graduate. So I had a plethora of interviews with Lockheed Martin, you know, in Owego, New York, and Morristown, New Jersey, and Orlando, Florida. I mean, it was real nice, man. You know, my dad's best friend from his childhood, Trey Williams, hooked me up with that because, you know, he worked for Lockheed Martin. But anyways, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So God warned me. He asked me a question. He said, you know, what would you do if somebody sits in your seat on an American Airlines flight? Because you know how American Airlines work. You know, you got to book a seat. You can't, it's not like Southwest and you just sit anywhere, you know, based on your boarding position. No, for American Airlines, you got to pick a seat. I paid for this seat. I paid a lot of money for this seat. I mean, actually, Lockheed Martin paid for it, but still, I paid for this seat. Nobody better sit in my daggone seat. So God said, what would you do if somebody sit in your seat? I said, well, golly gee, I could argue with them like an idiot and say, yeah, my seat, but I'm black. So I can't do stuff like that. I'll get shot. And that's how black people die. Let's be real. Okay. Let's be real. Okay. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's just say for, let's just say what, how life really is. Okay. Okay. So anyways, I said, I would just, and I thought it through and this is just how I do every situation. Cause this is how God speaks to me. You know, I'm calculating everything and I try to figure out. So I said to God, you know, I'm going to just tell the flight attendant and the flight attendant will have to go tell him get out of my seat. And a flight attendant did that. Long story short, I got to sit in the window seat because I want to sit in the window seat so I can, you know, be away from everything. That just, that's my seat by the wing. That's what I asked for. So I got a window seat, but it wasn't my seat that I paid for. But anyways, that, that's beside the point. I still got my seat I wanted. So, <laughs> but anyways, guys, like, so God gives me warnings and everything. I forgot where I was going out with that. Oh, well, no, I don't remember. I don't remember. See, this is what happens when you tell stories. You just forget what you're saying. This is awful. Well, I guess I was trying to say, you know, guys, God, God continually was warning me, telling me stuff about my relationship. And he was telling me, you know, I remember when I first moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. I was there from 2016 to 2018. And God asked me continually since I moved there. I mean, it was way before I moved there when I was in Nashville, Tennessee, and I just graduated I graduated from college May 2016. I think it was May 6th on a Saturday. Yeah, I'm good with dates, guys. All right, and then, uh, of course, I started. I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina on Monday, July 11th, 2016. All right, so. And God asked me, the first thing he asked me, way before I moved there, was, like, what would you do if you lost your girlfriend, if you... Lost your job at Bank of America where you made $80,000. So I wasn't making $80,000 no more. And I had to move. And I, I had life groups. I mean, I had e-groups. So life groups, Bible studies, my own personal Bible studies at Elevation Church. What would you do if I took that away? You know, what if I took away everything from you? You had to go back home to mommy and daddy in Nashville, Tennessee. What would you do? Well, guys, let me spoil the story. That's what happened to me. <laughs> And I even told my ex continually, like, those were my worst nightmares. And they happened all during 2018 of that year. So, so I guess what I'm trying to say, guys, is, you know, you're going to go through a, Life's hard enough. There's no telling what circumstances and what adversity you're going to face with your family, with your friends, with job, with your work, with, with your country you're in. I mean, it could be anything. Life hits us. And it's going to hit you hard. 
So why would you make it harder on yourself by dating somebody who obviously doesn't like you, doesn't love you, and their actions prove it? Because, guys, here goes a question. You know, how, does, how do you know somebody loves you? How do you know somebody really wants to be with you? How do you know that? What, what, how, you know, how do you know, guys? Write down in the comment section. What do you think? How do you know somebody loves you? And I can assure you, you know, the things I was seeing in my relationship. That's why I had to move on. Oh, that's what I was going to say, guys. You know, every single year. You know, I was just, there's always something with my ex. Always. But every single day, too, guys. Like, every single day she was telling me, you're not enough. You're not enough. You're not good enough. And, you know, the good thing about the whole situation is every single day, every single day, man, God was at work. God continually filled me with more of his love and just more of his truth because, you know, guys, man, I'm really going hitting home, I know. So, like, where does your identity lie? What defines you? What does your identity lie and what defines you? And you know what defined me at that time during those three years when I was with Judas? Judas defined me. My ex defined me. So because I was with her, that's where my identity came from. As a matter of fact, I mean, I know you guys can tell. Everything I lost in 2018 of last year, everything I lost, that's where my identity came from. My $80,000 job at Elevation Church. My e-groups at Elevation Church. Because, I mean, Elevation Church is a big church. You know, Pastor Stephen Furtick. Uh, what else did I lose? I mean, I lost so much. Oh, I had almost $20,000 in my bank account. I lost it all. $20,000 in my bank account. I lost it all. That's where my identity came from. And when your identity's in the wrong place, guys, you won't even know you're being rejected until it's too late. And when your identity's in the wrong place, you won't know who you are. It'd be hard for you to figure out because you're living a lie. And not only that, God's going to hurt you because he's going to break you. If you're one of God's children, he's going to break you, guys. He's going to humble you. But we know that scripture verse in Hebrews 12 when it says God disciplines his children. So I'm going to save you guys the heartache and trouble, man. If your identity is in the wrong place, if it's in a relationship, if it's in your accomplishments, if it's in love, if it's in, I mean, you just name it. You know where your identity comes from. I already told you where mine came from. You're going to face rejection if, if you haven't faced it already. And it's going to hurt. That breakup's going to really get to you. So I'm trying to save you guys the heartache. I know it's hard to walk away from relationships. Breakups suck. They're the worst. But you know, in order to have everything I have today, which is way greater than what I had during that time that I lost, in order to have that life that God wants for me, God had to redirect me. I had to face rejection. I had to face that hurt of moving on because I love myself. You know, and that's what I was trying to say, guys. Every single year, my ex would tell me, come to the point where she has to figure out if she want to be with me or not. Guys, if your boyfriend or girlfriend comes to that point every single year, <laughs> obviously they don't want to be with you. They have to determine if they want to be with you guys. No, no, guys, if they have to de- decide if they want you anymore. Every year, guys, every year, every year. <gasps> guys, move on. Move on, like it shouldn't be 
a deciding factor. It should be a choice that's already made, a commitment. No, it shouldn't even be a choice. It should be a commitment, a covenant. It should be already in stone and engraved in their mind that I just want to be with you. I only want you through your flaws and all. You know, that's another thing, guys. I had the littlest flaws. Let me name my flaws, guys. I'm going to be real honest with you. See, my ex was so critical of me. Here goes my flaws. I dig in my nose. I mean, because I don't like boogers sticking out. That's one of my pet peeves. I don't want no boogers sticking out while I'm talking to somebody and they're just looking at my booger. I got to make sure my nose is clean. I mean, my nose is big enough. And then, uh, I mean, I'm real vulnerable, so that was another flaw. I guess that was embarrassing to her sometimes. I mean, my dad is pretty vulnerable, so it's embarrassing to me sometimes. So I understand. Uh, so I'm too open and too transparent. So some people don't see that as a flaw, but some people do, guys. Uh, she felt like I... Let me think of some other flaws I got. I'm real prideful. I think that's obvious, but I mean, obviously, I'm pretty humble if I'm vulnerable and I open up to my weaknesses and my kryptonites. And I'm so, you know, so much of an open book to everybody, you know, because I, if I see an elephant in a room, I'm going to say, what the, if there's an elephant in the room. I'm not the type of person to just let the elephant run around. So, I mean, but yeah, that's another issue. Oh, that's another flaw. Like, uh, anytime injustice or anything happens, you know, sometimes it's good to shut up or the master's going to beat us or the white man's going to lynch us. I'm the type of person where I can only take so much. So every once in a while I get to the point where I just have to speak up. So that was another flaw. You know, so that, that was just some flaws. Like she saw all those things as flaws, guys. Do you guys see those as flaws? Like, really? So those are my flaws. I mean, I don't sell weed. I don't kill people. I don't. I don't curse a storm like a sailor in front of everybody, you know? I mean, so she was real critical of everything I did. You know, guys, if you're with somebody that's real critical of everything that you do, they don't love you, obviously. I mean, real critical, guys. Like, they always judge you. I mean, you're going to face... That's another thing, guys. You're always going to face enough judgment, enough persecution. You're going to face that from everybody. So why would you put yourself in a situation where you're with somebody on a daily basis more than anybody and they're more intimate with you than anybody else to ever exist? Why would you put yourself in a situation where they just always are are being critical of you? So that's today's podcast, guys. I'm just going to throw out different quotes and stuff I see on a daily basis. And, you know, write down in the comment section what you think. Rejection hurts. But someone who's not really into you wasting your time for weeks, months, and even years is is a lot worse. So, guys, have you faced that? Like, have you faced being with somebody who wasted your time for weeks, months, and years when they were rejecting you on a daily basis? And you didn't know until it was too late. You know, guys, every single year, like I said, man, my ex was continually telling me on a daily basis she does not love me. And I kind of regret dating her for three years. But honestly, I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't go through that. I wouldn't know what I know today if I didn't go through that. I wouldn't have the self-love and love myself the way I do if I didn't have somebody to hate me every single day. Because I got to the point that when a person literally hated me every single day, I had no choice but to love myself. Because I was the only person who really matters. To me, because if we're talking about me, like, so let me talk about you. Who else is going to love you? Who else is responsible for loving you? The only person I can think about is God. And then you. God and you. You're responsible. Everybody else, they don't matter. They don't matter. Rejection hurts. 
But being with somebody, depending on somebody, and just putting all your eggs in the basket of one person who's what? Come on now. You're wasting your time for weeks, months, and years. Because the only person that matters is you. I figured that out by going through that relationship. And I thank God for it. Because I wouldn't appreciate myself, value myself, and just have the love of myself. If I didn't go through that, man, because guys, I thought I was ugly, man. I thought I would never find love, man. I thought no girl would ever like me except for this girl. But God is so good. He gave me the faith to believe that there's something better on the other side. There's another there's other women out there who want me. And matter of fact, I'm the baddest dude to ever exist. And girls love confidence. So just me being confident in myself and loving myself when nobody else loves me. Makes other people want to love me. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? So the same measure you love yourself, like I was saying, is the same measure other people are going to love you. What you tolerate, you allow. And what you allow to, what you tolerate also is what people are going to keep on, you know, giving, doing to you. So you need to show yourself and show other people how much you value yourself, how much you love you, how much you respect yourself. Because if you don't have self-respect for yourself, don't, don't expect anybody else to have self-respect for you either. All right, and that's another scripture verse, guys. When it, in Matthew seven one, verse two, I mean Matthew seven verse one to two, uh, it says, "Do not judge others, because the same measure that you judge others will be measured back to you." So it's the same thing, guys. If you're critical of others, people are gonna be critical on you. If if you're always, I mean, guys, come on, you you get it. Just how you think and what you give, you get. <laughs> I mean, I keep on going, guys. You you understand? All right, so. Yeah, man, you deserve better, guys. You deserve more than what you're going through right now. If you're going through anything I went through. So save yourself the heartache. I know it's hard. Oh, my gosh, it was so hard to break up. As a matter of fact, guys, oh, my gosh, I still remember. It was my worst nightmare. I spent at least four months. I still dreamed about her every night. Every night I dreamed about her. I still wished I could be with her. But I knew she wasn't good for me. I knew she didn't love me. You know, I still, man, it took a long time to get rid of all the habits I accumulated of thinking about her and loving her for three years. It's hard. And I can't imagine being married to somebody for 15, 50 years. Oh, Lord Jesus. What was me? I pray in Jesus' name that will never happen to me or anybody listening to this podcast. Just having a relationship, a marriage in after 50 years and you went through everything I went through. Like, God, leave for three years. That's awful, but... So I suppose I'm gonna so I suppose I'm gonna hit you with a two for one video with two for one quote, you know, in today's video, whatever we wanna say it. But anyways, the another quote I saw today was people often fear the feeling of rejection, failing to realize that we seek for someone to love us like we reject to love ourselves. So I'm gonna read it again. People often fear the feeling of rejection, failing to realize that we seek for someone to love us. Like we reject to love ourselves. See, guys, you're rejecting the love who you are. You're rejecting the love God's creation. You're rejecting the love, the person that God shaped and made you to be, man. God made your body. God made your mind. God made your face. So you're totally disrespecting him by hating what's in the mirror, by hating yourself. And you can't expect other people to love what's in the mirror. If you don't love what's in the mirror as well, you got to give people a reason to love you. You got to give people a reason to, you know, be attracted to you. And if you're not attracted to yourself, you don't love the stuff about you, how can you how could you ever you should be ashamed of yourself really for just putting so much power in on other people and just wanting them to just love you what 
they gotta love themselves. Like they got themselves to worry about. So why are you seeking other people to love you and appreciate you when you don't appreciate yourself? First of all, no, the reason why everything, the reason why I figured out how to love myself. It's because God showed me how valuable I was. God showed me, you know, the world tells me I'm black, I'm a nigger. The world tells me that I don't deserve to be loved. The world tells me that, that all that all that there is is love. You know, with all these movies and television shows portraying love and saying that, you know, you need love. Like, every show and every movie got love interest. Every single one. Like, oh my gosh, name one that doesn't. There ain't not, there's not any so in saying that, man, you know, like the media and the world's telling us, like, you need love to be happy. You need love to feel appreciated. That's why so many people get Instagram pages and just with their own personal Instagram page and any other social media pages. They're just talking about love. Like, you know, I just want to be loved. I just wish somebody would love me. And there's people from all ages, 65, 40, you know. 12-year-olds even. so And even 8-year-olds. Like, golly, everybody's in technology now. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, like, you got people from all ages just wishing and hoping for love, waiting for it. When it's right in front of you, it's in the mirror. That's the most important person you need to love is yourself. And when God finally told me that I'm a, you know, the world tells me I'm black, I'm a nigger. I don't, you know, black people are shunned upon and nobody likes black people and I don't deserve love. Like, and it, you know, that's what the media tells us and TV shows and everything. Let's be real, okay? And then also, like, you know, you know, obviously, if I didn't have a girlfriend, my girlfriend said what she, my ex said what she said, you know, that obviously I'm not good enough for love. That's what, that's what my situation is telling me. You know, I'm single. Nobody wants to love me. I'm single. That's not true. Stop believing the lie, man. You know, you're rejecting yourself. And when you reject yourself... You're going to always be rejected by everybody else. So, uh, God taught me, though, through my, that's why I'm so thankful for my past relationship, because God taught me that a thing called self-love, like, you know, and I stopped seeing myself as the world saw me, and I saw myself for who God saw me, and this is how God sees you, too. What does God say about us in his word? Write it down in the comment section before you hear this next part. What does God say about you in his word? Who are you? What are you? Man, God said you are a fearful and wonderful creation. God said you are forgiven. God said you are uh, <laughs> you are made into his image. God said you are his child. God says that you are, man, you were formed in your mother's womb for my purpose. Man, God says so much about us, man. He said you're a world changer, man. You are forgiven, man. You are, man, you are salt and light of the world, man. You don't know how powerful that is until you see my video, man, when I did that for one of my uh, Bible studies. I'll, I'll make sure to have it in my video, and, you know, in, my, in the descriptions and stuff like that. But anyways, guys, like, that's what God says about you, man. And when you see yourself and you identify yourself for who God says you are and what his word says, man, it gives you hope, man. It gives you life, man. And not only that, when people reject you and man rejects you, it doesn't matter. You want to know why? Because your heavenly father accepts you. And if God accepts you, it doesn't matter what everybody else says and what everybody else does. The whole world can be against you. But if God's for you, it does not matter. Oh, man, can I get a hallelujah? So, man, in saying all that, when you start seeing yourself for who God sees you to be, you stop tolerating the mistreatment from others, the the uh, rejection from others. You know, you just don't care. And that's how it should be, guys. So stop living to for one person. Stop living for other people. Stop trying to just be everything for one person who's not even everything to themselves. Like, 
you, your purpose for life is way more than that, guys. And when you see that, you start seeing the beauty of life. And for, you know, and the start, you start seeing the beauty for life and you start seeing life for what it really is. So, yeah. And honestly, you guys, I didn't think I was going to make it through. I really didn't. Like, I had suicidal thoughts every time my ex told me she wanted to see other people. Every time she said, there's a jar of jelly beans and she's only had one flavor. So every time I was disrespected like that, I just stuck with it. I tried to persevere. I tried to show her how much I love her. And it was never enough. It was never enough. And some of you guys are with somebody and it's never enough. It's not ever enough. No matter what you do, it's never enough. And I'm telling you now, when you're with the right person, even the little that you do, it's always enough. And then the little that you do do, <laughs> you do do. You get it? <laughs> the little gotta do do, just dance. Lady Gaga. See, y'all thought I was talking about do do. I was talking about just dance. It's been the record, man. Gotta do do. Young people don't know nothing about that. But, anyways, um, but you are enough. You are enough. So, when you're with the right person, you're enough. And vice versa. That's how you know you're with the right person. If it's not enough what you're doing, if they're trying to change you and make you into their own image. See, that's what I was trying to tell you earlier. Oh, my gosh. God is so good, guys. If they're trying to make you into their own image. See, God has created you to be somebody. And if you're with somebody who's trying to make you into their image of what they think a husband or a wife should be, you just need to leave because that person is a witch. And that's what the Bible is talking about with sorcery and witchcraft It's talking about. It's not just talking about just spell, putting spells on people and voodoo and stuff like that. No, it's talking about people who literally try to make other people bend and do what they want them to do. It's literally talking about people who try to tell people how to live their life and what and uh, you know, being with somebody who try to tell you what your purpose is for their your life and what you should do and how you should be living. And see, that's the problem. See, that's why I had to cut ties with my ex because I couldn't be who God called me to be. And that's that's what I was trying to say earlier. Guys, like I God has told me who I am what I'm created to do, and it'd be different if I sold weed, you know, kill people. No, I don't do that. That's not my sin. No, like, <laughs> I, I know my purpose. I know what God called me to do. So you're, as a man, guys, guys, I'm talking to guys specifically now. If you're with a woman who's trying to tell you how to be a man, and you're with a woman who's trying to tell you what to do on a daily basis, just leave. Just leave. Because you need to be with a woman who's going to submit to you. You need to be with a woman who's humble. You need to be with a woman who lets you be who God calls you to be. And when you're not with that woman, you can't be who God You can't be who God made you to be. Because they're always going to be holding you back. They're going to be nagging you. And they're going to nag you so much that they're going to sip the light out of you. They're going to sip that purpose out of you. They're going to sip that passion. Because you're going to have to... You're, that's your idol. And that's what I'm trying to say, guys. My ex was my idol. She was my identity. And God had to take her away. So whoever you are with that you're settling for, because, you know, honestly, I was settling for her. And that's another quote, you know, just a freebie, guys. You know, uh, the minute you settle, you get less than what you settle for. The minute you settle, you get less than what you settle for. And I settled for her. You know, I literally thought she'd be the only girl to love me. She's the only girl attracted to me. She's the only girl who's ever going to give me a shot. 
And I settled for her. I wasn't even attracted to her. I thought she was okay. She had a nice butt. Like, if I'm being honest with you guys. But, like, I wasn't attracted to her. I knew when she got older, she was going to look awful. And I wasn't going to be attracted to her. But it's not all about looks. But, but no, it's about your preference. Everybody has a preference. Everybody has something that they want in a partner. So it's okay to have a preference. It's okay to have standards. Don't lower your standards. That's my standard. Okay? That's my standard, guys. So... Uh, and nothing's wrong with that. That's just how God made me. So for someone to criticize that, they're just that's just saying something about them, like because that's the that's something that they struggle with. So it's bigger than me. So you know, take that upon yourself. But anyways, guys, like, yeah, that's what I just wanted to say about that part. And you know, I was dreaming about her every night, every single night. I couldn't get her out of my mind. Like it took a long time to get. To just move on, you know, to to really just be free of her, you know. So, guys, the longer you wait to do the right thing, the harder it is. It's going to be on you later, okay? So, the longer you wait to break up with somebody, the longer you wait to end a toxic relationship that you shouldn't be in, the longer you keep on... Just not loving yourself. The harder it is when it finally ends. Because all things come to an end. Even good things come to an end, guys. So, you're really missing out on more. You're missing out. There's more to life than just this relationship. There's more to life than that boy. There's more to life than that girl. And that's actually the title of a book I'm writing right now. It's going to be my first book ever, guys. So I can't wait. I hope y'all read it and get it. But the book's going to be titled, You Are More Than That Girl, You Are More Than That Boy. And it's actually talking about everything I'm talking about right now with my ex and everything. And just everything I learned, you know. Because, guys, let me say, let me tell you guys something else, too. You know, uh, and this is going to be a quote I do later on, too. I'm going to do a separate video on it. But um, I can't remember what it says. But basically, you know, uh, you don't have to experience things when other people have experienced it already because their insight and whatever they have to say about that situation, it tells everything. So you don't have to experience it. So if I tell you, you know, you're going to burn your hand, put your hand on the oven, you're going to hurt yourself. Why would you do it? Why would you want to hurt yourself? You know, so you can like gain a lot of wisdom and save yourself a lot of heartache and trouble just by not by listen by just by listening to others and and taking heed to their wisdom. So guys, I'm just saying, you know, I went through it, man. I experienced it. So never settle. If you know you don't want to be with somebody and they're just, you're just halfway interested in them, don't even pursue it because that's what happened with me with me and my ex. You know, I was even I was barely attracted to her. So I should have never did it. And anytime I settled, that's when I got myself in the most trouble. Like anytime I ever just. Gave somebody a shot who didn't have, who doesn't deserve me and doesn't need to be with me. That's when I received the most hurt. All right. And I want to save you guys from being hurt. So that's what this video is about, guys. All right. All right. And uh, please subscribe. Please like this. Please share this because I know. I know for sure that this will probably bless somebody. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I got a lot more coming, guys. Please pray, pray in Jesus' name that God can help me to dish out more content. Because, I mean, I got a life. I got a girlfriend to serve. I got nine to five. I got family. Like, I got responsibilities on deck, guys. And it takes a lot out of me to edit videos and to give content to you guys. I need help. So pray that I get help 
you know, get somebody who can edit my stuff and just send out everything I do because I got a lot of stuff to send to you guys. I just really don't have the time to do it. And it just takes, and even if I don't have, the, if I have the time, I don't got the energy. So I need help, guys. Please help, help me, pray for me, or help me. Either one. All right, guys. Y'all understand what I'm trying to say. Uh, write down what you think about the comic, and write down what you think in the comment section. Everything I said, you know. This is your boy, Doctor J. A. K. Oh, dang, I always say it wrong. This is your boy, Sean Christopher Jenkins, A.K.A. Doctor J. Welcome to the Uplift Past Crossroads YouTube channel, the Uplift Past Crossroads podcast. If you're on a podcast, check out the YouTube channel, Uplift Past Crossroads. If you're on the podcast, Uplift Past Crossroads, check out. Did I already say that? You get what I'm saying. Whatever I said, do the vice versa. Okay. All right, and then I also man check out my Instagram page, my Twitter page, my Snapchat. It's all at Trouble Don't Last because we all know Trouble Don't Last Always. I'm so glad. Yeah, I bet some of y'all didn't even know that was a song. Trouble Don't Last Always. Yeah, guys, that's a great song. That's, yeah, pun intended. Pun intended. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. This is my new podcast, so I hope you guys like it. I know y'all don't see my beautiful, gorgeous face. You know, I, I came a long way, guys. I thought I was ugly in my relationship. And, you know, and I only thought I was ugly because my ex didn't show me the appreciation and love that I needed to know that I'm a bad dude. I look amazing. I mean, come on now. Come on. And it's not conceited. It's not conceited to love yourself because who else is going to love you? Who else? Who looks in the mirror every single day? Well, you get what I'm saying, okay? I always try to say something deep and profound, but let me just stop, all right? All right, I'm leaving now for sure. I'm not coming back, okay? I mean, I'm coming back, but just another time. All right, bye.